Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Crossing the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay Dimes. What's up? Oh, my gosh, you guys. It's episode 81 on, uh, Ju- not July. Holy shit. It's August uh, the 10th, 2020. Uh, happy to be here with everybody watching live on Twitch. Thanks for hanging out. We do this every Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Come on by and hang out. Um, and we do have some uh, some news topics to talk about today after taking a week off last week to uh, play some of the that Grounded game, which uh, I'll talk about here at the beginning of the show. But before we do that, Microsoft walks back on play all the games. Uh, we really are going to have to explore Amalore again. I mean, I hope that PS5 controller is good because you're not you're gonna have to use it. Uh, Zelda monster, Zelda, Zelda monster parts uh, used to cure disease in a new book by John Boyne and Google just can't get it right with Stadia. This and pretty lights on this episode of Joystick and Mouse. Um, so, so gentlemen, um, and, and actually very specifically, Diddy, tell me about those pretty lights, won't you? So I finally put up my my. Um... What do you get? Oh, Google oh Stadia. yeah, you got a Google um, Stadia just in time for this story <laughs> later on. I finally put up my birthday present, uh, which was a set of uh, Nano Leaf lights. Yeah, um, I got these square canvas ones. Love it. They are so cool. It is just really, really neat. So, uh, um, how easy was it to actually like put together, though? Simple. Um, so Nano has this this uh, program. When you download the app, it has a little uh, thing in it, and you tell it how many pa- how many panels and of what type you have, and it'll do random layouts. And, and, and you, you have the canvas, then, is that right? I got the canvas, which are square. Um, and so you can tell it how many, and it'll do a random layout, or you can move them around. And because the connectors are only in certain places, it'll let you create the pattern that you want and then show you what it'll look like. That's um, so it, it looks so cool, man. It has AR so that you can uh, uh, show it on the wall where you want. It didn't work very well because I wrapped mine around the corner um, of the wall. That part didn't work very well, but but just playing putting it flat against the wall worked great. So I'm really impressed with the Nano Leaf stuff. It was really, really, really nice. Easy to put, easy to set up, easy to do. Um, they, I used uh, command strips to put them on the wall with, so they'll come right back down. See, that's um, great. Um, it comes with mounting tape. It says. The, so, did you not use I, that? I didn't use their mounting tape. Um, a lot. I read some things where people said it took the paint off the wall. Oh no. And, didn't come off as easily so i know the command strips will come right off you know i had some command strips take some paint off a wall Mm -hmm. right over here by my desk me too i actually had to pull the actual um the drywall drywall off yeah yep i got two spots right in here where my retro pie used to sit and uh yeah i'm missing some paint yeah it's kind of nuts i mean it's it, it, that's also, I think, indicative of not pulling it off quite right. Like you have to, yeah. you have to pull it straight down. Like if you kind of pull down and out of it, that's what she said. You end up uh, really kind of <laughs> taking some stuff out. That's what she said. And it, yeah. and it really, um, it, it. Well, you can't really see it, but like w- when I was kind of rearranging some of these, some of this soundproofing I have down here for the podcasting, it, it, uh, yeah, kind of screwed things yeah. up. But it's covered yeah. now again, so whatever. Yeah, I got to find something else to cover cover that with. Yeah, but I mean, this is a this is cool technology, man. Um, did you end up getting like the touch stuff? And and if you're watching live on Twitch.tv/AlexAlbisu right now, you can see like a demo of it happening. So do you have like the little touch commands where you can touch each tile and it yeah. does thing? Oh the, yeah, it has game. You can actually like play games on it, like Simon or or other little game like Snake. There's one that's a snake. Mine aren't really in a pattern that you can do that with, but you can like tell it to go different, ah, different cool. ways. And um, the the little uh, receiver that plugs into the outlet has the speaker, you know, has a mic in it, so you can tell it to go to music. Oh, really? Um, you can you can hook it up to Alexa. You can hook it up to Hue. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. the thing I've seen was it, people surround their TVs in uh, unison with the Hue app and the Hue Sync, and it ends up 
becoming even more immersive. Like I have Philips Hue Sync set up in my basement and we do like a lot of immersive like I'll play video games down here and the whole thing the whole <laughs> the whole basement basically lights up like what I'm seeing on the screen. But I've seen this actually pretty much mimic what's on the TV, uh this nano leaf stuff. And the the marrying of the two technologies is really, really neat. And Deanna is going to listen to this and be like, no, Alex, don't you do it. Uh, but I might need they to have, do some of that. They have some other ones, too. Mine are, mine are the canvas, which are square. They have um, they have ones that are hex pattern, and they have ones that are triangle. Right. Yeah, the, Willie's cousins have the... I think triangle. the original ones the, were the triangles. Yeah. yeah, they've got the triangle ones. But I was showing them your, your canvas ones this weekend because we were down there. And uh, they thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and I... I got this starter set and and then I got the starter set for my birthday and then we were at Home Depot and Home Depot actually had the expansion sets which are, which are four more so I got two expansion sets. And how much with. are they? Like how much is it to expand? Uh I think they were I'm going to say they were 60 bucks for four panels which not horrible. Okay. How much? What? How much are the original canvas? One hundred and thirty, I think. One hundred and forty. And how many panels do you get? Nine. Oh, that's, that's not a, bad. That, at it's all. it's really a lot, that's right? Like yeah. the price was I for have, the triangles. Yeah, I have seventeen panels. I have a lot of them, that's but it cool. looks really cool. Yeah, I'm, when when we stop having this whole pandemic thing, we'll have to stop by and and see it. Um, did or he we'll talk just all have to wear like the good mask, like the find the N95 mask. And then we <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, did he talk to me about your chipmunk cheeks, please? Like, what does that mean? Uh, you still can't tell. It's still a little swollen right here. You can still tell just a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So Thursday is perfectly fine. Um, my teeth are horrible. I have all kinds of of dental work on them done on them and sometimes they're a little sensitive to cold and and heat so i didn't really think anything about it friday morning i was having breakfast and my one tooth was a little sensitive i didn't think anything of it as the day goes on it starts to hurt a little bit more a little bit more but yeah you know one of those things man i woke up friday morning and my cheek had about a golf ball sized knot Oof. on it. Um, it overnight, overnight, it had abscessed and gotten so bad. I had to go to urgent care Monday morning. They I'm... gave me augmentin in the super duper. We're going to kill everything that lives inside of you size. Oh. Um, today is the first day that it's been not bad, and I haven't really had to take painkillers that well good to hear Tylenol. it sucks that you had to sit there with so much pain um but i i would encourage well i don't know if i would encourage it but if you look up tooth abscess and google and look up the images yeah it's not pretty it's not pretty and, and literally and, and figuratively it's not pretty and it hurt i was i pretty some pretty intense pain uh, it was pretty bad friday Man, morning sorry to hear that but on a man, and then I'm gonna go. I might go have my teeth done. Yeah, you know they have that. Go get. Oh, like smile. Oh, go like yeah, like completely remove all the teeth. I can see this one. Ones. This this tooth is whiter than every little bit lighter than everything else because yeah. when I was nine, I sawed that off playing baseball. I got hit in the mouth. Got hit in the mouth with a line drive. <laughs> Jeez, dude. So so, what you would just remove all your teeth and then uh, get get new teeth? Uh, they put um, they put basically post in your jaw and then put implants. Wow. In. Oh yeah. No, I, I know people have gotten that done. Yeah. Yeah, their teeth look great. I mean, because and they don't have to pull all your teeth for that. No, just the ones that are are bad. That one would have to get fixed. That sounds expensive and it's painful. very painful. Very painful. Um, I hear it's it's painful, but after but it only lasts about a week. That's really bad. Yeah, and then then you got really nice teeth, which would be, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just on a, a on a, a wow note, real quick. 
Diddy, you got into Shadowlands beta, right? I did. So I did. I've been playing Alliance side so that I don't know what happens on the horde. Okay. All right. So so we're playing and, um so first of all, filthy casuals. As as we've talked about on the show in the past, we have uh, cleared heroic Nihilotha a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago now. And we have been uh just going in there now and basically just working on uh achievement content. That's all that we're doing. Like we're we're just having fun at this point. End of the expansion. No real additional, uh, you know, progression that we need to worry about. We're not going into mythic. We don't. We don't have time for that. Nobody got time for mythic. Yeah. Um. So we're ending up just really kind of going through some of that, and we've been crushing all the achievements. And then we hit heroic care or not heroic, but normal carapace. That achievement is a lot of coordination. That it's is tough. Hard. It's hard. It's That's a lot hard. of coordination. But I've been so, having a challenge. Yeah. It's been fun. It's like a different type of challenge. So so that's been really, really fun. And we and we stream that both on my channel here and Diddy's channel. Uh, so you can tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern to watch us do that. Uh, a, lot, a lot of World of Warcraft content coming out from the folks here at Incast Media Network. Uh, but you have been doing Shadowlands. And what have been your thoughts on some of the changes? Just very quick, high level. Um, hunters suck. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, <laughs> they still got the same love they always have. Uh, hunters are overpowered. I, they're I, I'm just annihilating stuff in yeah, like that's why two hits. It just it just I yeah stuff just melting. Um, but I'm having a good time with. The, I'm playing the uh, the covenants. I know I'm not going to take. Okay. Um, what covenant so are you going to take? Uh, uh, the necro necro lords. All right, you and me both. I think necro lords because they give you they give you extra damage and that. Um, two of them give you like a heal, and then one of them gives you um. One of them gives you support, um. But there's one of them, the necro lords, I believe, give you the damage, the big damage buff. This is what's kind of killing me about it because, and this is what they've talked about. Um, like you're going to have a best ability, no, like depending on the covenant that you choose. Yeah. For me, I, like I want to go Necro Lords because I play a death Knight and it's like a bunch of bones and shit and all the, all the aesthetic that you get from playing and, and choosing the Necro Lords, you, it, it matches my fantasy of my character and the backstory that I, uh, perceive for him. But if I really wanted to like, like min max him as a tank and as a death knight it would probably be go with like they have the the venthyr like the vampire people probably what i should what what i should go for but man i'm like i'll i'll just end up doing necrolords because i really don't care that much about it but it just it just that that kind of sucks about it so i'm curious to see how that all kind of plays out with end game um but you know it, it, in at the end of the day i'm i'm very excited about this expansion um, I, I'm very uh, optimistic based on a lot of the reviews that I've seen from people playing beta. So very excited about that. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to throw out here to the chat, to you guys uh, here, is I'm trying to choose what I'm going to cook next on my Weber. I have been going through so many different ideas. I want to do like a pork butt. I want to smoke some some ribs here. You guys have heard us talking a lot about, you do know, the ribs first cooking on 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 our grills and stuff during this show what i want to put it up to a vote so you say ribs yep what what, what say you diddy ribs ribs shit yeah airbuck said ribs earlier too he's a he's a member of the community just um, remember, i'll tell you why just why? remember three two one yes ribs are a shorter cook um and a butt is going to be a long cook yeah but what I you want to do is to practice being able to control your temperature over a long period of time. Okay, so so for the sake of practice, okay, got it. Well, so that you don't ruin your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ribs That's are a lot more forgiving, really. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, people like overcooked ribs. So I know you know if good. you if you overcook them, if you leave them on too long, like oh, they come off the bone. Oh, shut. Yeah. Which is not the way anyone should eat their ribs, but. Uh, people do enjoy that. Run Jump Stop is here saying, "Don't ruin your butt." I mean, I, 
<laughs> you can dry. I mean, you can dry a bud out, and then when you pull it, it's not very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you get a pellet grill that keeps the temperature constant. You know. Well, no, I know, true. but I can't. <laughs> that's true too. Anyway, but but right in. Let me know what I should what I should be grilling um, next because I. Like I'm kind of overwhelmed with the amount of stuff. Like I'm not trying to do chicken again. I've 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 grilled some some chicken lately, and um, man, chicken on a charcoal grill tastes so much better than propane or whatever else you grill on. But anyway, um, you should try pork tenderloin. I've done pork ten. Well, yep. no, I've done pork chops. So pork tenderloin is not a bad idea either. But anyway, write in. Let me know. Joystick and mouse at gmail dot com. Uh, I'll keep my butt dry just for you, Bill. In chat, I'll do that for just for you, friends. We have some news to talk about, so let's jump right into it. It's time for the news. Timothy, up first. One week later, it looks like Microsoft is already beginning. I'm sorry, already breaking a big promise with X Xbox Series X. They said you wouldn't need an Xbox Series X for two years, but today's announcement states that over half of the games featured at their event last week will not be coming to Xbox One. How does this make you feel as somebody who... You, well, you you mentioned, Tim, right? Like, that you're going to end up holding off on buying a, an Xbox Series X right away, right? Yeah, probably. So, like, how does that make you feel about this situation? Um, I'm not... I'm not terribly upset about it. Um... Well, I mean, so, we knew this was coming, right? I... The whole, the whole, you're going to be able to play any game you want to. We knew that wasn't going to happen. It just, we knew it. it, it you just well, so you know, if you look at this article from The Verge, one of the things that we don't know is whether or not these games are not coming in the first two years. So, if that's the case then that's not so bad. Uh, I'm just sitting here looking at what games they are actually saying. Yeah, Everwild it's a, it's a first was party. not one of the ones that I was super um, excited about, nor was Forza Motorsport. So, I yeah, mean, State of Decay actually, 3. Yeah, I've never finished the State of Decay game. Fable, so Forza, Avowed, As Dusk Falls. Now, as, Everwild. As, the, as Dusk Falls is a game that I was... I was looking forward to. I'm um, psyched about that too. Uh, so, Stalker Two, Warhammer 40k, Dark Tide, the Medium, but, which is one I was really, really psyched but for. Here's the thing: Are they coming to PC? Because if they're coming to PC, they are. I don't care. I'll they play are. it yeah. on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's the big <laughs> deal, right? Is is the right. things are coming to PC? So why? Yeah. So I mean, here's the true story of this, right? If if you're a person that owns an Xbox One and a PC, and your PC is mildly powerful. Get Game Pass, and you'll be straight. It'll be all yeah, right. That's you what I'm saying. On PC. Yes. That's what I'm saying, yeah, and that's I why I think if you don't own a PC, then upgrading to the Xbox One X um, might be... Series X. Or Series X. Now, here's the question that I have about this. Okay. And I've not seen anybody say this specifically. I have an Xbox One X. Does my box fall into the Series X family, or is it considered an Xbox One? Oh, man. You just kind of blew my mind with that. Um, hmm. I never really thought of it that way. Because technically, the Xbox One X is more powerful than the day one Xbox yeah. and the S. Yep. And so what I wonder is what they're saying is that if you have a day one or an S, you may not be able to play all these games. But if you have an X, you might be fine. I don't know. Maybe I'll tweet Phil Spencer and see what he says. Yeah, you know, that's a really interesting point because, you know, like the whole naming convention of Series X was always kind of implied to um, yeah. be like a series of different consoles. I wonder if the Xbox One X is part of Series X, whereas like they'll have Xbox uh, Schmoopity Boop X. I can't imagine that it, it would because uh, it's a completely different architecture. It's just 
It's a different animal. It would have to be, dude. Like it, it's yeah. like they're touting all the power of the Series X, and they're talking about it as its own thing. Like I can't imagine that the the One X would fit into that. Not even for Forza, Tim. If it if if they had said Horizon was the one coming first, it might have made me more of a difference. But I don't play, I don't play the regular Forza. I mean, I'll download it when it's free and just so I can see it and say, "Ooh, it's pretty." But yeah, I think I think uh, for a lot of people though, like this for for a lot of really diehard people who are like really avid console users, that's all that they use and. Um, perhaps they're in a situation where financially they can't keep up with buying a new console, paying for that new console and, or, and, you know, not having a PC powerful enough to get the same experience. I could see that this is kind of a bummer, but, but frankly, the fact that a lot of these titles, if not all of them, um, let me just go back and look. Yeah. All these are coming to PC as well. Um, except Crossfire X, which is coming to Xbox One. Um, it's a console exclusive. It's not a. It's not for PC as yeah. well. But I, I, I think that Microsoft is doing the right thing by by keeping it, uh, giving giving some agency there and like where you play it. And and I think that's that's okay. It's fair. But this is a big reason why I wouldn't buy an Xbox Series X at time of launch because I have a PC. And my PC is probably not as powerful as that Series X or optimized like the Series X is to play some of those titles. But it's probably okay enough for me, you know? So, um, so I, of all those games, though, that they showed at that showcase, does that mean we're not going to see, like, two-thirds of them? Well, okay. Two years after launch? I mean, not well, necessarily. Maybe. They didn't really say specifically. They didn't say that. Man, really? But that might be how um, that might be how they how they preface not lying that you wouldn't need the new Xbox for two years. I mean, here's the thing: Halo Infinite has definitely got to be a launch game, right? Um, I yeah. Yeah, so so Run Jump Stomp is asking in in chat, you know, are the games that aren't coming to Xbox One first party or third party? So you can see the list here. Um, The ones that are first party are State of Decay 3, Forza, Fable, Avowed, As Dusk Falls, Everwild, Stalker 2. I'm sorry, and and that's where it ends. Where it gets into third party is Stalker 2, uh, Warhammer 40K, and The Medium. And if you read the tweet that Aaron Greenberg says... First, future first-party titles are developed by Xbox, developed for Xbox Series X first. Not saying those games won't ship on Xbox One, only that we are leading with Series X, and each studio will decide what's best for their game community when they launch. Yeah. Which, you know, like, to be honest, I feel like it's it's gratuitous. Like, when you're having a next-gen console launch and you have all these exclusives coming out, you know, for certainly for your platform and expecting all of it to come out on the previous plat on the previous generation console as well. Because you remember like back in the day when let's say Xbox 360 came out just to kind of take it way far back. I'm pretty sure they like, didn't they just stop developing on, original xbox when that came out it was like all these titles are for 360 none of them are going to be like for both i never really remember Well, that would have been okay except that they said you wouldn't have to buy one for two years no i get it i get it they're 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 stepping back on their promise i get that but i'm just saying as a reasonable consumer it's to be expected that like yeah you want to play the new stuff get the new gear but yeah, I would never expect to play it on the. On the I, box, I'm someone but. who could, uh, who could afford to say that because I have, perhaps the means and the hardware and other stuff to play it right. Like, um. So, I, I'm just I'm curious to hear from people who genuinely have an issue with this to like write in. Let us know your thoughts on this. You can email joystickamouse at gmail dot com. Um. Because yeah, it's a it's an interesting kind of dilemma. So. Anyway, Diddy, we got another one. What are you saying? 
So, a fantastic action RPG from 2012 will soon make its way onto modern consoles. Kingdoms of Amalur, Reckoning, now dubbed Re-Reckoning, were released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The Kingdoms of Amalur remaster will launch on September 8th, 2020, uh, publisher THQ Nordic announced. And it's up for pre-order now. So if you played it before, or if you wanted to play it, you can go pre-order it. Um, it is on Amazon. I did check. Uh, this is one you have been specifically following, right, Diddy? I've been following this a lot because this was the one that was um, Kurt Schilling's yeah, bankruptcy studio in um, uh, started to produce. Uh, they put out a game, the Kingdoms of Ambalar game, and then said they were going to do an MMO in the same world. Uh, then that company went bankrupt. Uh, there was a whole bunch of finger pointing and allegations and crap with the government of Rhode Island and stuff. And, yep. We talked about that, that did, back in the day yep, on the show. That didn't go down well. Um, but THQ bought it, and we were really happy about that. And this is what their first... Um, their first foray into that IP is going to be is going to be a remastering of that original game. That original game was fun as hell. It is a really, really good game with a really great story. And I was really psyched for that's why I was so psyched for the for the MML. I thought it would be really good in that world and was really disappointed with the way that went down. Um I'm hoping they. I'm hoping it does well so that they keep going, and maybe they'll do the MMO for us. Well, and if you remember, I think part of this conversation was also we kind of remember back to Final Fantasy XIV when that launched. Mm -hmm. It was a debacle. Now you play it after uh, a, what was it? Reborn, mm -hmm. completely different game. Probably one of the best MMOs on the market right now. It's probably the best MMO on the market. I, I like it. Honestly, I, I enjoy it more than WoW in some cases, but um, I would say that they they certainly have an opportunity if they can kind of follow that same recipe for, you know, kind of drawing people back in and, and taking, you know, admission to the fault and let's, you know, move forward. If they can do that, like, cool, more power to them. I'm just, it's hard to pull pull out from that, you know? Yeah. So a, a really good game. Uh I would, you know, say go check it out if you're looking for something new in a, in a completely different IP. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the next uh, the, the next one here. Um, bear with me, my computer. There we go. Sony is confirming today that its existing PS4 controller will not work with PS5 games. We believe that PS5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including... The features of DualSense wireless controllers is Sony in a statement um, confirming the company's plans. So this actually brought a lot of uh, weird angst on the internet because, you know, the, the internet's a really uh, tame place. You know, very reasonable people on the internet. <laughs> people are. Nobody um, ever loses their shit on there, do they? No. <laughs> uh, so. Probably a great bunch of guys and yeah. gals. <laughs> so. Uh, it was so when I saw when I saw all the outrage and stuff, I was like, "Okay, guys, come on! First of all, it's a brand new console with like, oh, so it's a brand new console. First of all, the, the controller's been completely redesigned in ways that I, I think are great, uh, aesthetically and physically. I think that when when you look at also the just." The technology behind it, how it how it feels like when you're interacting with the games that you're playing, you're gonna want to play it on a on a on this. Now, now, really, a lot of the, a lot of this kind of stems from the whole Xbox versus PlayStation culture because PlayStation or Xbox came out after this, saying you know they started tweeting about it and saying you could play any Xbox controller on the Xbox Series X. Take your old uh, Xbox One controller that you love so much, and or your your Elite controller, all the money you spent on those controllers. If there is honestly anybody out there 
who's like, I want to take my dual my my dual shock controller to to the PlayStation Five. Fuck you, you're lying. It is the you're worst lying. controller <laughs> on the goddamn market. There is no <laughs> way you could be serious. <laughs> so that 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 yeah. when I when I saw all the all the feedback on the internet about that, I was like, people. Oh man. Come on. Nobody wants to use the shop the dual shock. No. Nobody. No. Just stop it. Also, Xbox, um, stop stop trying to so so now. first of all, I don't I don't believe in like the whole Xbox versus Sony and all that bullshit anyway, because I'm gonna have both and I'm gonna I'm gonna love both and it's gonna be great. But but honestly, it was so stupid for Xbox to come in like they were like, oh, we got them now. We're gonna say that you have to use uh you could use any of our controllers. And like it's a fucking win. No, there's no Sony user who wants that dual shock controller on the PS5. Ever. 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 Never. Well, so this well, here's the thing, right? This is this this is kind of Sony's fault for making a shitty controller to begin with. Not only did they make a shitty controller, they made a shitty controller that cost seventy fucking dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Not. Cheap. So and and so I think that's why it's like the plus for Xbox users. They look at that and say, "Well, I, I, I'd like to use my controller on the next system because we like our controllers." Um, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't want to use a 360 controller on on the new Xbox, but like I would be perfectly happy to be able to keep using my Elite. On the next system, I can't see what else sure. they would add. To the yeah, it would be nice to use the Elite controller. controller. Yeah, it's a great um, controller. I think the thing is, this Sony, con- this new Sony controller has a lot more technology built into it than the existing controller. So, still. what I think Sony's going to have to really do a good, I- good job with with this is making sure that this new controller actually brings some benefit some tangible benefit to the to the to the play play style yeah right because if it's just one of those things where like you know you get that little blue beam on the front of the ps4 controller that's supposed to do something but i've never figured out what the hell it does like what what's the point other than let you log into the the playstation (laughs) yeah like and (laughs) like yeah i and i don't think that's something people care about it's like you know the connect like the connect would look at you and log you in like it mm-hmm. can tell, like who? Oh, who's standing in front of the camera? Okay, that was that kind of person. a cool feature. J- just, yeah, but nobody it, cared. No, it didn't care. Like at the time, <laughs> at the time, that was a cool feature. Nobody yeah, cares yeah, now no, because cool. my fucking like, phone does that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Runjum Stomp said Microsoft is doing what Sony did last time around. Microsoft put their foot in their mouth last time around, and Sony was like, "You don't have to worry about any of that stuff, like requiring the connect and all that nonsense." Yeah. 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 Well, I mean. Pretty much the rule. Well, we already said that that we think Sony's winning this battle, the console battle this this round. Yep. You know, and Microsoft just doesn't care because they think they're going to win the war. Yep. 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 Agreed. So um, let's let's jump into the last news topic before going into full stream ahead, Tim. This is all you. Uh, John Boyne. I hope I pronounced his last name right. Accidentally included. Zelda video game monsters in his novel. The novelist says details from careless Google searches are quite funny, and he will leave his book as is after reader spots Octoroks and Lizaloofs in his <laughs> new book. I don't think I said that right. Yeah. Lizalfos. I, I don't know what that is. Um, in it, yeah, in his new book. I have- yeah, like in the book it says, and you can see this here live on Twitter. I employed spicy pepper, a tale of the red Lizzlefoss. Lizzlefoss? Lizzlefoss. I think I think it's like a quick <laughs> FOS. Lizzlefoss. And four Hylian shrooms. Yeah, listen. Yeah, listen. like. This, this dude played a lot of Breath of the Wild and decided to write a book. And Well, what's, what's really funny is, is his books usually are very accurate in their i mean they're all fiction they're all historical fiction but they're usually very accurate which is really funny because because he said he looked this up what's a cure for i don't even remember what it was cured for something yeah 
and that was the recipe that came up and somebody put now, it, it in. Really it's entirely <laughs> possible that when they were coming up with this for Zelda, that they went and found something that was historically accurate, and that's what they included in the game. And then, coincidentally, he found that also in his being historically accurate, you know? Yeah. I don't think you can blame... Yeah. I, I don't think you can it's, accuse him for plagiarizing history, but... It's not, though. I, I, I think um, uh, Nintendo said that those were made up things. Oh, well, okay. It's not. And I, I mean, I've read The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. That's, you know, one of those books that you just sort of read when you were supposed to, you know. I ain't never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I don't I don't think I've ever read it. Readings against my religion. It's a Holocaust Stupid. novel. Deanna gets really mad about the Holocaust. Because, oh, well, I don't want to make light of that, but um that's and not that's not a selling point for me to read something run run jump stop and chat sense. says it's liz all foes i don't know what fos foes liz all foes foes I, I, I like i like thinking foos. it's foos lizzle foos yeah like foosball lizzle foos i like it that's my favorite character from sesame street lizzle foos or, or no actually sounds more like a uh uh, a, a Dr. Seuss Lizzlefoos. What did you What did you eat for Christmas, little Cindy Lou Who? I ate some Lizzlefoos. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we have some. Uh, and actually, I'm glad that Bill's here because we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Stadium potentially poop on it a little bit. So here's some full stream ahead news. <laughs> All right. Um, oops, wrong thing. All right. Over at over on Reddit, a user called the Scared Ninja has reported an error message saying that there are too many users playing in the area um, when when playing Stadia. Uh, the full error message says, "Come back later to play. Our servers in your area can't support and uh, any more players at the moment. Please try again in a few minutes." Um, this is this is kind of it's a very interesting topic, right? Because so so this is the first time that I've seen this come up for a platform like Stadia where, uh, first of all, you, you know, like you, you pay for access to, I would think that like any, it's any, it's like any cloud environment, whether it's like an enterprise solution for your business or whatever you pay for access to the thing. If you can't access it due to, um, server capability, you know, or, or, uh, server load, um, you know, that's kind of a, that's kind of an issue. Right. So, it brings up a couple of interesting points. So one, it's either, you know, it either means that there are a shit ton of people playing, which is really, really a good problem for Stadia or something majorly was wrong with the infrastructure or potentially some coding issues. Um, I, I, I thought this was, I'm kind of allocate enough resources. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I mean, because that's the whole point of Stadia, right? Is that no matter how many people join, you just spin up another server if you need yeah. to, and, and and service those requests. And I, to me, to me, for a cloud gaming service, this is unconscionable. Can you? You cannot well, have a service not available. You just can't. It's wild to think that Google, of all companies, basically Google owns the internet. <laughs> like what it really comes down to it, they that they're having those problems. It's it's bonkers. I'm hoping it's a one off. I'm also hoping yeah. that it that it truly is an indication that they are gonna that they're seeing you know better adoption of the platform and that um, you know perhaps they it's it's a good problem that they're having right. Um, it turned yeah, out to be a VPN issue. It, it, Run Jump Sam yeah, says it, it turned out to be a VPN issue, um, and that he's never had that issue with Stadia, which is good. Um, you know, I and if you if you guys ever get a chance, Run Jump Stomp in, in chat um, has a podcast all dedicated to Stadia, Stadia Cast. Go listen to it if you guys want to hear some Stadia news um, instead of us pooping on it here. Um, it's we don't poop on it all the time. We, we give it its kudos when it deserves it. Hey, listen, no, I, I raise my hand. I, I poop on it all the time. Well, J Dimes, J Dimes, hold up your hold up your box there. I'm talking about the literal box, not your wiener. Well, hold you up can, the box. Yeah. 
Um, we can't really see it because yeah, of the lighting, but it, there's a Stadia Pro right there. He's got himself Stadia. He's going to be trying it out. He got it for free because you signed up for your my gigabit uh, Ethernet. Yeah, your gigabit Ethernet. So he got Stadia for free. Um, so 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 what should I play? Like, what game should I play that I can't play? somewhere else to really there's sell mine. me on this uh run oh yeah there's diddy's controller my controller's there's sitting my over controller. here uh you should check out um strange brigade orcs must die three is a main is amazing um i also I, I really like the the little cartoonish horror game i'm trying to remember what it was called pretty sure i talked about it on here when, when stadia first came out i went out and bought it it was like their first exclusive bill help me out bill Guilt. Uh, guilt. Thank you. G Y L T. Um, just it, I'm a I'm a sucker for like for games with certain aesthetic. Uh, story could suck. In this case, it doesn't suck. In fact, I think it's it touches on some really cool um, themes of like bullying and other things that I just kind of resonate with having been a kid at one point and going through high school. And uh, I would encourage you to check that game out. It's exclusive. And in fact, I think it was free for a while when you had Stadia Pro. I don't know it if that's was. still the case. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. So I would uh, I would start with those. Guilt is kind of spooky, though, man. It, like, there were some times where I was, I, it caused some jump, um, but the aesthetic is really neat. It kind of has a little bit of an Alan Wake vibe from, you know, using flashlights to fight and other stuff like that. So nice. um, do that and go listen to Stadia Cast with our friend Bill. Uh, who has been on the show a few times. Um, Diddy, you have been uh, playing a video game, so why don't we jump right into uh, the video game review? Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. I'm surprised. What are you even playing? So the COVID-19 has turned into just that. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Man, I, I sitting around the house with not a lot to do and eating all the time has been really bad. So um, I was having a tough time getting motivated to get on the uh, elliptical and anything else. So I tried to find something fun uh, that I could do that would would have a little activity to it. And I know that this has been sold out a lot around the around the world, but I found the Ring Fit Adventure to go with the Switch on Best Buy. And so I said, oh, what the hell? We'll give that a shot. This is so much fun. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so it's it, it has all the normal stuff that you would expect in a fitness fitness um game you know it has you can do just the regular exercises you can go jogging for a little while you can do all that kind of stuff but it also has an adventure game in it and the adventure game is dumb i mean it's just flat out dumb but it's still fun and you're sort of running you jog in place and you you um are running along these paths and you have to tilt the ring and and push it or pull it to make it uh vacuum or or um or propel you up in the air or jump. Um, and so you're jumping over things and and while you're playing the game, you don't realize how much of a freaking workout it is. I mean, at the end of like one little section, my arms are sore from pressing the ring in, my legs are tired, I've got a sweat going. It's just it's amazing. It is the game is sort of silly, but it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. A uh, great workout, and it has all the other things built into it. Um, you can set the levels wherever you want to. I had it too low to begin with. I turned it up, turned it up too far, turned it back down. It, uh, it and when changed. you say levels, does it actually change the resistance of the band? It does not change the resistance. It changes how many times you have to do things. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, um, so like when you push the ring together, it, uh, when you have it up to like level six i think then you have to do it three times but you only have to do it twice when it's down below that level um a lot of fun the game the game actually um i've gone back and done the same level again because i missed something and so it's one of those 
damn, I didn't vacuum up all the coins. I got to go back and try it again. Um, I, just a really good, well done, well thought out, uh, another, you know, uh, get you moving type of game from Nintendo. And they do it really well. They did it with the Wii U, um, with the Wii um, games. And, and they, they did it again with this one. It was a lot of fun and, and a good workout. I was really surprised. This one always uh, intrigued me because I'm always a sucker for games that kind of get me up and moving. That's a big reason why I have VR as well is because I, I get a legit workout playing VR. Uh, I was freaking playing that Rick and Morty VR experience, and I got a fucking workout from walking around Rick's little lab in their garage. And uh, But I, I also I, I really like playing Dance Dance Revolution, even playing drums on rock band gets you sweaty um you know just kind of something that isn't just sitting there and and monotonously like you know just pushing buttons right on your on your controller so i'm a big proponent of getting up and moving and this is awesome and i'm happy to hear you're how doing much, it how much space do you need to move for fit? very little um i'm doing it in between the two pieces of equipment and then it's about i don't know six feet maybe Okay. That's it. Yeah, it's a. It, you don't need a lot of space. Um, uh, it, like I said, really good workout. <laughs> it's yeah, really it's really surprised. cool. Um, um, I, I love, I love the video. Folks on on Twitch live here just watched a, a bit of the gameplay. Um, it's cool. So, so how much did it cost? I want to say it's seventy dollars. 79 for for all of the equipment and everything that comes with it everything yeah you use your your regular joy cons they right. go in the the ring and then the they got a little thing that straps around your thigh so that it knows you're running mm -hmm. um uh i haven't charged it in over a week and i've used it four times very for good. about 45 minutes each time Love so it. um and so it lasts they they last quite a while in it um uh you know you get the you get the ring it's all right you get the ring and you get the game the plugs in. the only thing i wish is i wish they would give you the option i wish they had an option where you could have bought it digitally and then got the ring and thing because i oh yeah i hate having to put the cartridge in you know and if i want to play something else i gotta put that cartridge in and so yeah you know, no, I prefer it would have been nice to buy anyway. it the other way. Um, but other than that, uh, you get a thing to strap around your thigh so that it knows you're running. You don't have to run in place. You can actually do uh, like uh, mini squats instead. Okay. If yeah. you're like in an, in an apartment and you have somebody below you or something, you can do like mini squats so that you're not actually running on the floor um, instead um but it's the it's the jogging you're jogging in place and you do it for like two and a half minutes you know each time love it um and then you're pushing the ring to jump over stuff or jump up on another level or you're pulling the ring apart to vacuum stuff and actually be and at the end of it you're surprised at how much of a workout that was and and yeah. how sore the back of your arms are and just, and like and, just uh, how much fun you've had in the meantime and how much fun you had yeah and you know and you could you go in these little monster battles and you have to do like exercises to power up the ring to then shoot the monsters yeah so like some of them you have to do um like a crunch the ring then you have to push your stomach against it another one is you have to do you know like a, a push the ring together or pull it apart or or something like or do squats um yeah it good workout lots of fun reminded me so much of doing stuff with the wii i was like this is a blast. This is fun. Cool. I'm man. hoping they come out with DLCs. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, uh, J Dimes put a link there in chat if you guys would like to uh, purchase it. That's not an affiliate link or anything. It's just simply a link at Best Buy. So. Best Buy has been the only place oh. where I have seen it consistently in stock. Yeah, I must have got it on sale because I'm pretty sure it was $69.99. Yeah, seventy nine. I mean, still, though, still, it's, like, it's worth it's worth every penny of eighty bucks. Yeah, worth every penny. When you're getting a piece of physical equipment with a thing, like it's fine. Yeah, and I've I've been beating on this ring, and it it seems fine. So yeah, 
and this is for if you're if you're looking here this is as far as like where we yeah, are uh, here in virginia but so yep. it looks it's like only for somebody... the switch it's only for the switch yeah nothing else it looks like some third party is making the the, the, uh, the ring the ring but i wonder if you could even buy it digitally you know what i mean like by the game oh, yeah. itself if you know who knows anyway um well cool thanks for sharing that don i think that's a that's a great recommendation. I'm kind of intrigued. Um, might be even something. Yeah, it was that... a lot of fun, and it was it was different from having to get a... on the uh, treadmill or the um, elliptical. It does it have a two player option. Not that I saw. Eh, okay, I was thinking that might be fun for Deanna and me to do, especially while she's pregnant now, and I can beat her at some of these games. It'd be great. <laughs> Terrible, um... Alex. Terrible. <laughs> Uh, no, she's been she's been going nuts on the Peloton, man. We got one of those Pelotons, and that's she loves Good that for thing. Her. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, signed up for the uh, iFit, um, which is the uh, Nordic Nordic Track mm. um, equivalent of you know like the the right. guided. And and it, I signed up for the thirty day free, and it kicked my ass so bad. I was like, dude. We're not that level yet. <laughs> we need to stop that. <laughs> Man, good. You're getting challenged. Well, uh, thank you again, Diddy. And guys, that's going to be it for a show for today. Let's clap it out. <laughs> thank you to everybody uh, who's watching live over at twitch.tv slash AlexAlbisu. We do this live every Monday at 8 Eastern. Uh, we're here at twitch.tv slash AlexAlbisu. If you'd like to follow the show, you can uh, find all the things over at joystickandmouse.com, including all the ways to contact us, um, to contact me, Diddy, J-Dimes, all of our personal stuff is there, so make sure to, ch to check that out. Um, gentlemen, anything you want to you wanna pimp or anything before we go? Nope. Streaming, uh, streaming WoW. Uh, just keep an eye out on my uh, Twitter, uh, Diddy Does Games. Yeah, there you go. J-Dimes, anything from you? Nah. Nah? Chilling? All right, good. Nah. Well, uh, from me, from Diddy, from J-Dimes, we wish you all a wonderful evening. So take care. Bye-bye. See you later, folks. If you like this show... Check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>